Welcome to the 12th episode of the Cranky Flyer interview. Today I'm sitting down with American Airlines CEO Doug Parker. I met up with Doug at Los Angeles International Airport. He was in town for the groundbreaking on a new gigantic terminal project they're doing here at LAX. And while he was here, we talked about Los Angeles in general. Does American need Los Angeles? Well, Doug will tell you they do. It's a big Asian gateway. And that leads us to our fake sponsor this week, every Asian city that does not have service to LAX on American. Hope you enjoy. We're in Los Angeles. You have done your groundbreaking today for the uh, $1.6 billion uh, I guess it's it's a terminal merger. Is this? Are you out of airline mergers? So you're just going to merge terminals <laughs> now? Is it, uh, but it is. It, it's terminal four and five, uh, the the central head house, and and you know making a, a more single experience for right. customers, right? Um, so, but I, I will back up a little bit talking about Los Angeles here. Um, you know. I, Obviously, uh, lately the, the stock price has been down. I, I feel like you're going to owe someone a bottle of wine here soon. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, Wall Street has has been putting more pressure on the airline and wants to see, you know, the, the never lose money again plan uh, get, you know, higher returns. Uh, but, you know, here in L.A., uh, it, it's everything I understand is that it's it's underperformed the rest of the network, especially if you talk about some of the Pacific routes that you're still trying to get them to mature. Um, you know, a lot of the growth has been Dallas, Charlotte, where as you said a lot publicly, these are the places where you really want to grow. Uh, and so, you know, talk about LA and, and how much does it matter in the scheme of the network? And you know, is there pressure to to think about how you serve LA? Um. Yeah, no, LA, again, yeah, LA is, it's never going to be, you know, a Dallas or Charlotte, it's not a huge, you know, 500 flight a day, it can't be a connecting hub. What it is for us, it's our, gate, it's our gateway to Asia, um, and it does really well at that. You know, it's, you know, it's, you know United uses San Francisco, and Delta's increasingly using Seattle, and, you know, this is... You know, we're the, we're the carrier here. That this is you know this is our primary gateway to Asia. So, uh, as that, it's a it's a long term commitment. We're going to be here forever. Um, the gates that we any gate we can have here, uh, we're going to try to secure um, because they're strategically important. So anyway, that's that's our commitment to, to LA. It's it's it, we we do well here, um, and I suspect we'll you know do better over time as markets mature. So. You know, obviously, the, the Asian gateway, you have probably most of the cities you want to be in already over the Pacific. Maybe more will come over time. Uh, but you also have a, a very sizable domestic network, right. um, including to maybe smaller cities that aren't necessarily contributing a ton to Asia, uh, just by nature of them being smaller. You know, is that something that you look at Los Angeles and say, well, we just need to have this this big whole presence for people in Los Angeles, or is that essential to the Asian gateway? Or, you know, well, fair enough. You... Yeah, no, no, again, um, from an international perspective, it's an Asian gateway, and much of the domestic flying is designed to connect. Absolutely, you're right. You know, with, with, with the gates we have, and again, given the, you know, the, the size of LA and the attractiveness of the city, there's, you know, all sorts of markets being served in the United States, uh, within the United States, and we, you know, we try to utilize those you know, is to optimize profitability by finding where there's most demand. Um, so again, it's it, it's not simply to connect, of course, internationally, um, and, and 
the transcon routes, for example, are incredibly important to business customers, um, as are you know flying every one of our hubs uh, to connect. So at any rate, it's it's a combination of trying to utilize you know the gates that we can secure here as best we can. And so it's really that Asian presence that makes Los Angeles look more like it does than compared to, say, New York, where you already have European gateways, right? And in New York, you don't have that same level of presence. Of course, you have the big business markets, but other than that, it's a smaller presence. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's, and again, New York, yeah, the JFK in particular, international gateway, uh, but not a lot of feed. Um, that's because there's enough local traffic. Right. Um, so yeah, the difference is in LA. Yeah, you need again the feed is because it is helpful to us, uh, but also just again it's a huge local market as well. That you know the nonstop flights in and of themselves can work to many markets. Yeah, and how do you see it from an Asian perspective? Uh, obviously, Chicago is is playing a shrinking role in the Asian uh, gateway for you guys, but Dallas has an important role, and I imagine especially connecting to Latin and, and other things like that. H how do you see Los Angeles and Dallas playing off each other? Especially with Dallas getting a lot of growth in general, um, yeah, do you right. see Dallas growing a lot more from an Asian perspective? Um, we need them both. I don't know. I don't know. You know, again, to the extent there's there's additional growth from America to Asia, um, I'm not. I'm really not certain whether it comes from Dallas or LA or um, or, or which. Um, as you noted, you know, right now we've gotten ourselves to a point where we're serving most of the certainly the largest markets um, between ourselves and our and our alliance partners. Um, that, that took us a while to get to. I mean, the Chicago issue was one of, um, you know, it was the first route American got, um, you know, well before I was there. Uh, but that's how American, you know, it was the entree into China for American Airlines. Um, but of the of the places where, you know, in Americans' existing route where network where you'd like to be flying, it's not the top of the list. But LA and Dallas are so. Anyway, I don't. I, I, I again, I expect we'll be flying LA to the markets we're flying. You know, for decades to come. Um, so I don't, I don't anticipate any changes in our international network in and out of LA other than growth. Okay. So this this project that you're doing now, it's it's, it's costly. It's what was that you said? It's the it's the largest project uh, Americans ever done individually. The single airport project. An airport done so far. Yes. Right. So far. <laughs> You hear that, Dallas? So far, uh, yeah. <laughs> really, they just keep. You know, this is what's happened in our industry. Is and I think it's, it's a positive thing. But you know, it, it's one of the nice things of of a profitable business. Um, you're seeing all airlines, and all certainly the, the large time smoke carriers. You know, invest in airports um, because mm -hmm. they need it. Um, so anyway, this, this is this is uh, again this is this is this is the biggest one we've done so far. But I, I do I do suspect you'll see other large ones come out of us as we continue before. And this is costly, but in terms of how it's going to hit the cost base of operating here, not concerned about the end state, I guess, once all the once all the money's been spent and passenger charges rise. Yeah, no, look, it's necessary. You don't, you know, we we don't we don't you know run the business and making investments that don't pay off over time. And the reality is, this you know, for for what we want to be in Los Angeles, uh, the facility doesn't work as well as it should. Um, and you know, when you when you look to the long term and think about what you want to have, you know, here in LA, twenty years from now, it's certainly not what we have today.
So we begin today, um, and you know it'll take it'll take some time, uh, but you know we're building we're building the terminal space of the future for American here. So if you're talking to the, the people of Los Angeles that, you know, there's some obvious pain points, particularly taking the, the shuttle out to the remote gates for Eagle and, you know, maybe cramped corridors. And, and one of the things that will be fixed is the ability to go between four and five above ground yeah. instead of below. Uh, you know, what are the things that are at the top of the list? What do you hear from people and saying this is what really needs to be fixed in Los Angeles for, for customers? Yeah. Suzanne, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think number one is just the congestion factor on the in the horseshoe coming into the airport, and that will be resolved hopefully fully with the new lamp project, right? With the people mover that's going to be bringing a lot of the, a majority of the people that come in today by buses and you know multi. Uh, passenger vehicles will be um, dropping there. So that will get that out of the terminal area and reduce congestion. That's number one. And then I think number two is really just um, having a facility that actually is sized appropriately for our aircraft type that we have today. And, you know, our gates are very small and very uh, congested. And, um, and, you know, getting some additional um, concessions in here that will actually meet the needs of our, our people because it's really hard to find something that you don't have to wait in a long line for right now. So that's what we hear the most right now. Okay, and how often do you get, oh, I'm at the wrong terminal. Um, we get that frequently, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. So, and um, so this takes care of that. This takes sure. care of that. This gives people, you know, options that it's it will be bigger, it'll be brighter, it will be, you know, easier to navigate. And, um, you know, it, it's helped to have the connector between uh, Tom Bradley and Terminal 4. That's helped significantly. Um, and then, you know, we, we, but we are directing people it is a constant job to have wayfinders along the way and just directing people because it's very confusing today. So this will smooth that out and it will be a much easier place to connect and to enjoy and uh, relax while you're waiting for your flight. Right. So is there, you know, if you're, if you're talking to people in Los Angeles, it's mostly a local market here. Yeah. Uh, you know, where, where do you want to be in 10 years? Obviously the, the new facility will be there, but you know, are you happy with the, the level of service in terms of, you know, where airplanes are going and, and things like that? Or, you know, is this a growth opportunity? Is this a, we need to maintain where we are? We'd love for it to, we'd love for it to be a growth opportunity mm -hmm. and we're constrained by gates. It's a fascinating airport in that, um, you know, most, most um, you know, these major international airports, the, the, the constraint is airspace um, right. or runway. Uh, their ability to add runways. That's, that's much less the case here, and much more the issue is the ability to, you know, to, is facility space. Yeah. And unfortunately, not much ability to expand those, the, the number of gates. Mm -hmm. um, so, Couple of plans. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but, you know, nothing, nothing in the near term and nothing, you know, dramatic. Um, so, right. so, at any rate, that's, that's the issue. I, I, I don't think we're alone in that regard. I think, um, you know, there certainly is, there is demand for, more flights in and out of LAX if any of us could get more gates. So that's, anyway, that's the story for America. If indeed we could acquire more gates and expand, we'd love to. Um, but in, in the foreseeable future, that's not, you know, that's not something we have the ability to do. Um, so what we do instead is use what we have as best we possibly can. Um, again, as an international gateway for us, uh, it's very important, but also for all the domestic flights we have. Um, we try to do our best to optimize the gates we have.
but it's going to be hard to expand here um, simply because of facilities. Unless one of the other guys decides to stop fighting for LA. <laughs> I don't expect that to happen, but you're right. That's another scenario in which gates become available. I mean, it's a unique airport in that you have really the, the top five carriers all deciding to plant a flag here. Um, a huge city with yeah. um, you know, very important traffic. So and it's an important customer, an important place for all of us to serve our customers. It results in it being fragmented. Um, you know, so while we're the largest, it's not, you know, our share is nothing close to what You'll see in other in other airports where the you know what the largest carrier share is, um, but anyway, it is what it is. And we, like I say, we're we're um, committed to it, and we do well here. We expect we'll do better as we go forward. We, but yeah, we'd love we'd love to have more gates. We'd love to we'd love to be even bigger. And that was the end of our talk about Los Angeles. In case you're wondering. The person you heard toward the end there was Suzanne Boda, the airline's senior vice president of Los Angeles. I want to thank our fake sponsors this week. Again, every Asian city without service on American Airlines to LAX. And uh, that's a wrap. Until next time, thanks for listening.